Hey there, I am Stephanie, your inspirationalist. Welcome to my podcast on today. I Today I want to talk about why the world has become judge, attorney, jurors, and court report reporters for the church. We're living in a society now where what goes on in the church world is totally has spilt over into the world. How do, But how does the Bible instruct the church to handle a member who has sinned or committed an act that caused mental and spiritual damage? The word mental, we immediately think of a, a disorder, which can be true in some instances, but also can mean intellectual activities, which can be a temporary moment. Meaning that we talk about We've heard people say that people, we talk about depression and we talk about stress. Well, there are sometimes people can get to a level of depression or a level of stress and they will give off the symptoms of a person with another disorder, but actually they're still in that vein of, and so that's what I'm talking about. They're still in the vein of just uh, depression and stress. So here's what we think. So it can be intellectual activities, which can be a temporary moment there. And we'll talk about this further down about the temporary moment. Under the umbrella of Christianity, we make biblical intellectual choices as we internalize the word. Okay, so the church or Christianity has become a commodity that serves social exchanges focused on personal views and acceptance rather than how to exemplify biblical principles and laws in a social or discipleship manner. That's where we're at right now in the church. Church goers who commit sinful acts are immediately judged by the outsiders as well as the insiders. The outside. We, I see it all the time. Whether it's VA and um, a lot on social media where Different peop- individuals or commentators, they take it upon themselves to become amateur judge, jury, and the whole nine yards of the church. And today, because of the apostasy within the church world, unbelievers and lukewarm, which are semi-believers, have established social media platforms, as I just said, with amateur judges, attorneys, and jurors, even court reporters, to influence conviction before the case reach the official courts, which is the head of the church. They take it upon themselves to step in places in place of the church leaders. If the victim is part of the Christian faith, public, op- public opinion annihilates them and causes them to denounce their faith or Christian beliefs. And this is what happens when public opinion begins to uh, uh, downplay or publicize uh, different persons that have had this act or this sinful act or that sinful act in the church. When public opinion gets in the way, it, it annihilates them. And some do. They begin to denounce their faith. They begin to say, I'm atheist. I do not believe in God. It throws them into a place of guilt and shame, which can lead to anxiety, depression, and isolation. The laws of God instruct the laws of God instructs believers 
how to interact with those who commit sin within the body of Christ. But the problem today is there are many sets under the umbrella of Christianity. Set S-E-C-T-S. Under the umbrella of Christianity, different religious practices and denominations. There is so much different beliefs out there. So many different uh, 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 belief systems. We don't believe this. We don't believe that. It, it's, it's confusing to a lot of people when we are to believe what the Word of God says. Many are man-made. Any religion that, but any religion that does not practice biblical living, not, a por- not just a portion of it. Can't you just half of it? Can't just pull out a little verse of scripture and place it in here to, to make you comfortable. No, we can't do that. If you're not practicing wholeheartedly, it's entirety. You lack the benefits of the faith. You're lacking the total benefits of the faith, the doctrines of Jesus Christ. But God had a specific order how the church handles members who commit sins or members at odds or fights or quarrels that break out in the faith, in the, in the church, and their differences and stuff. He had a certain order. And his order was this. It starts off like this. If your brother sins, go and show him his fault. If you have a disagreement with a brother or sister in the Christ, go sit down and talk to them. Sometimes conversation heals. Sometimes putting out the truth heals. Sometimes the love showing the love of Christ heals that situation. So he says that go to him in private. Then he says, if he listens to you and pays attention to you, you've won him back. You've won him. You've got it over. That's for as it go. It does not have to spill all the way out to social media. It does not have to spill all the way out to the extra gossipers or those who are looking for something to gravitate on just to keep their mouth, just to keep their, just to satisfy their own misery. He says, it's been settled. He said, but if he, if he doesn't listen, he says, next time, let's do this. Take along with you two, one or two brothers so that every word may be confirmed by the testimony of two or three witnesses. And that's, that's when you take a group, when one or two more people, if it gets that escalated, if one more two more people, I'm talking about people with the intent of doing it as God's word said do it. When you go in that vein, and that person, sometimes it, it, it makes that person, it really draws them because they begin to feel like that they are concerned about me. They love me. You know, they are, they are my true brothers and sisters in Christ because people come from so many different various backgrounds or walks of life anyway. And when they come in the house of God, sometimes they're looking for a family They're looking to be, they truly feel like being in this church environment, it is a family. So he says that if you go with two or three witnesses, go. He says if he pays no attention and refuses to listen and obey, he says, then he says, tell it to the church. That's when you go and you sit down before the leaders of the congregation and you begin to talk to them about whatever the situation is going on. He says, and then he, if he refuses to listen even to the church, then he says, let him be to you as an unbeliever. What can you do? You cannot force people to do anything. You can't force that. 
But when amateur people step in the place of a professional person, it kills, it destroys individuals. It kills, it destroys individuals. And sometimes what happened that happens is that amateur behavior escalates the issue and it gets totally out of hand that it has to go above the church. It has to go in the court system. It has to go in the court system. So I just want to let you know that God has an order for the church world today. He has an order. Not many churches are following it. It's very hard to find. They're far and in between nowadays to find a church that's really orchestrated in this manner of how they handle quarrels and disagreements and fights that break out in the church. So hopefully you will take these words, apply it to your life, connect to a church that does that, or simply use them as your own practice to help somebody, to show somebody that you care. Thank you for listening.